This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern, and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern, once again flying solo this week. I know that Pastor Ken Keltner, it's 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 coming up. We're going to have him back in studio as my co-host uh, sooner than later. Our special guest, and we had him on, uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe seven months ago in that frame. But I can tell you that I, I got more response from from the pastor of pain, Corey Miller, than I have in, in a whole lot of shows I've done where people have said, hey, man, you need to get him back on. Like, he was really, really good. And at the end of our conversation, I just mentioned um, Giants for Christ. And this is a, a organization, ministry, that Pastor Corey Miller he started, and this is his ministry. And we talked about some other things um, the last time I had him on. And I've gotten more people saying, are you going to have him back? Are you going to have the pastor of pain? And that's what they're calling him here in Milwaukee, which I love, by the way. And I, and I said, yeah. And I reached out um, to Pastor Corey and said, hey, can, can I do another show with you? But what I want to do is kind of start to talk more about Giants for Christ and some of the things that, that you've done with that organization. He said, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. So, um, Corey Miller, thank you so much for, for your time today, and I really appreciate it. How, how have you been? I've been well, Mike. I've just been doing uh, great, and I praise God for where we are today. You know, things are opening back up. Uh, you know, we just went on a, a vacation the first time in a couple of years, or over a couple of years, around family and, you know, being able to hug and touch and love on them and yet, you know, get a little vitamin D as we did that down on the uh, Gulf Coast. And, 
you know, just just loving what God is doing in my life and and uh, dying for Christ to, you know, all the other things that God is opening the doors. And so I'm blessed. I'm thankful. And uh, and I just want to give him the glory, brother, always. Hey, as we talk, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the, some other things, but as throughout the show, and for sure, second third segment, we're gonna talk a lot about Giants for Christ. Um, you can go to this website, and it's g the number four c g the number four c ministry dot com, and I'm gonna tell you the 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 mission statement that is on this website that that I really like, and if you know me and 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 look, I've been around high school athletics for a really long time here in in this area. But Giants for Christ is a nonprofit organization focused on helping student athletes become giants for Jesus Christ. Our program and initiatives are designed to share the teachings of Jesus and the Bible with the goal of helping student athletes become leaders and giants in all all phases of their life, which include their school, community, state, and country. And I'll get to the second uh, the second paragraph in a minute. I that that puts goosebumps on my arms, Corey. It it just does because here in the city of Milwaukee, and I coached basketball for thirty six years. I don't. If we do have an organization like yours, I don't know about it, and I should know about it. But when your mission statement right on your website says, "Look, here's what we're all about, man: the goal of helping student athletes, not athletes that happen to be students, student athletes become leaders and giants in all phases of their life, which includes school, community, state, and country." I don't know if 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 our country has ever needed. A mission statement like that more than we do today. I know, right? It's, it's, it's so so profound that God gave me this this ministry years ago, and 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 obviously it came through a painful transition in my own life. You know, once being a student athlete, pro athlete, going through all those phases, and you know, walking into a season of failure. You know, and and, and God spoke this to me that's not long ago, and it kind of sums up this. I grew up in faith, the, the three F's. I grew up in faith. I had a family that was all about faith. My mom and dad, you know, they put that in us. And then I went through a season of failure, which a lot of Christians go through. You know, Amen. you can almost expect it as a believer, right, to have some season of failure. And maybe to be relationship, or maybe it might be a marriage, maybe being finances, maybe it being health, maybe, whatever that may. You may walk through a season of failure. But now I'm in the third F, Mike. I'm in the walking in the season of favor, Amen. the favor of God. And, and so that's the thing that I'm trying to teach these, these young people that I mentor is that, you know, life, there's ups and downs, there's highs and lows, there's, there's hills and valleys, as Tom Wells sing that song so awesomely. But we, we're going to overcome as well. That's the thing about being a believer. You are an overcomer because Jesus Christ got up out of that grave. There's nothing that you cannot overcome. And, and so... We want to walk in that type of victory. Amen. For people that haven't, did not hear our first interview, let me just give you a little bit of background on, on Corey Miller. Played football at University of South Carolina, was drafted, played in the NFL, New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings, and he. I'll tell you this, he, he never minded hitting people on the football field, right? He, he was a guy that would come up and, and, and light you up a little bit um, between the white lines, and, and, and he was really good at his craft. And so I love – it's my favorite nickname, by the way, of anybody I've had on the show, the Pastor of Pain. I just – you know what? It's funny, Corey, because people will say to me, 
hey, that pastor of pain. And I'll go, do you know his name? Uh, no, but I, I remember the nickname. And I go, that's awesome. Do you remember? <laughs> yep, I remember when he talked about this and he talked about this and, and his testimony was really powerful. And we're going to ask you to, to share it again in the second segment. But it's funny, Pastor of Pain stuck, and that's how people in Milwaukee talk to me about you. And they're like, hey, is he coming to Milwaukee anytime soon? I go, "I, you know what? I haven't talked to him. Um, I don't know that. But when I call him again, I'll find out a way to get him to Milwaukee. Would you come and listen to him if he spoke here? And they're like, 100%. So I, I don't know how, and I'll talk to There's enough um, heads of churches that listen to this show that will reach out to me and say, hey, look, can I get a phone number for him? How do we get him to, to come and talk to our men's group? Hey, brother, it's, I'm here. You know, that's that's the call of the Lord. And as I told you before, brother, just a telephone call away. Let's lock a date in and let's go, man. Let's, get me up there. And I love to share what, what the Lord is doing and, and uh, to encourage uh, whoever comes out. You know, and that's, that's, that's my whole model, man. The Bible says if his name be lifted up, He'll draw all men unto himself. And so my goal is to to just lift Jesus' name up, not Corey, not Pastor Payne, but I want to lift the name of Jesus up and give him glory and let him do all the drawing. Amen. Guys, I, I can't ask you enough. If if you look, when you listen to, to Corey and like like me, you're gonna get goosebumps on your arms when he starts talking and and he is a hard guy not to listen to. You know, the, the Lord has given him this platform and this way of, of, of being able to preach and talk about his life and how he's helping um, student-athletes that you're going to want to go on his Facebook page or Twitter, um, go on his website. Again, it's it's g4cministry.com, and, and listen um, to, to the video that he has there and read that mission statement and testimony. The second paragraph um, on that mission statement, and again, the first one, all about student-athletes and, and some of the things that, that this nonprofit, that this ministry is doing, the second paragraph is our overall mission is to help young people become giants for the Lord, to display honor and value in how they live their lives, which will ultimately help them become great men and women, great husbands and wives, great mothers and fathers, and great friends. And and I just you, you you look at that and if there if if he could have added one more thing and great grandparents because I know that 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 was big in his life and we get to his testimony you're going to find out I, I'm telling you I'm a grandfather of four and you know what I'm going to say this for the first time in the air going to be a grandfather of five here not in not too long when it gets a little cold here um, I've got four grandsons. And Corey, I, 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 as long as the baby's healthy, it's great. But I wouldn't mind spo- spoiling a little granddaughter either, you know. Yeah, I know that's right. Well, we just uh, had our first granddaughter, uh, Ava, and uh, she's about uh, what now four months old. Oh, and so, man. yeah, man, my wife is right now that we speak at home and babysitting. She, I mean, it has changed uh, our lives, changed her life dramatically, little girl, and. And uh, listen, man, and, and you mentioned, you know how I felt about my grandparents. I mean, they were yeah. a rock for me. Yep. And so uh, you're right. We we have a responsibility, even as grandparents, um, to, to, to share that gospel, to, to be that really, uh, that rock for them, just like my grandmothers were for me and my grandfather. So I know the responsibility we have there, man. But yeah, man, the little girls are something else. They get to the, they'll get to our heart, brother. 
I'll tell you what, I'm just going to tip this off a little bit because this part stayed with me since the last time we had Corey on. And his grandmother said when he was a child to his mom, God is going to use that boy. And I I just, that for me, um, you know, first of all, she was a rock in his life and there's no doubt and we're going to hear more about that. But for her to say that, I I just think and to have that, look, the Lord's going to use him one day. And it wasn't this clean ride of he never stole a candy bar in his life and he, you know, he he was human like a lot of us. And and if you hear this show, there's only been a few guys, the worst thing they ever do is steal a candy bar. And then there's guys like me and Pastor Daryl Strawberry and a lot of other people that were doing some things that we shouldn't have been doing because we didn't have a relationship we knew the stories man i knew all the stories like a new abraham lincoln that's what i knew about jesus christ when i was younger and and now it's it's just a, it's just a different animal our special guest today again Corey miller we're going to get to a break here in a minute and ask him to share his testimony and we definitely want to move more into giants for christ and what he's doing what we can do to help is there a way if we want to donate if you're feeling led to donate I'm on his website right now, and there is a button that that we can help him continue um, this ministry. And look, there's a quote from him on this website that says, I invite you to join me in this ministry to raise a mighty army of giants in his holy name. And that's what we're talking about today. Student athletes, not only, you know, can they become better athletes, but can they become better in their walk? Can they become, because of this stuff, can they become leaders and giants in all phases of their life, which include their school, community, state, and country? And he's trying to get young people to become giants for the Lord. He is on the right path. And look, I know he's not here in the state of Wisconsin. It doesn't matter. This ministry, it can use our help, and we're going to try to help that and help him. And we'll ask him for his min- for his testimony on the other side of the break. Again, he is the pastor of pain. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm going to start using that. That's who I am. People will laugh. I'm not a pastor, and I don't hit very hard anymore. He is Corey Miller, and he is uh, the founder of Giants for Christ Ministry. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest. Again, his nickname, Pastor of Pain. He is Corey Miller. And I'll tell you, his uh, he, there's social media stuff that he's doing right now that um, you can you can find out more about him. And I like his Twitter page. I love his Facebook page. His Twitter handle, you can follow him, at Pastor of Pain. One word, at Pastor of Pain, former Gamecock and nine-year NFL veteran, uh, New York Giants. And he also played a little bit with the Minnesota Vikings, a motivational speaker, mentor, character coach, husband, father of CJ and Christian Miller. And as we talk more about uh, Giants for Christ, there is a place on that website that you can go to and you can be part of what he's doing. 
And I'm just telling you that it it definitely is something that I want you to consider because of what we talked about with the mission statement and what we talked about um, with the things that he's trying to do for student athletes. I would love for this one day to be a, a, a you know, throughout the entire country because every uh, everybody I talk to in just about every market I talk to, there there is a place for giants for Christ. It, it, for a place for guys like like us, and and look, the Lord gave Corey a much different platform than he gave me. He played in the NFL. He walks into a room, and when you see, when you go to his website, look at the size of his hands. When he's holding that four-month-year-old granddaughter, she gets lost in those hands. I'll tell you that. But there is a place in every community, I think, for, for a, a ministry like this, where we're there trying to help student-athletes become leaders and giants of all phases of their life. Not just on the court, not just on the field. Let's talk about in school, in the community, in state, and at home, and and becoming giants for the Lord. So go to that website, G4C, G, the number 4C, ministry.com. Take a look at it, and if you're feeling led to help, there's a, a click here to donate now button. And whether it's five bucks or, you know, a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, everything is very helpful, and it'll continue to help this man with this ministry. Like I said, I, I got more response uh, from, the, from the last time you were on, but there's a number of new listeners I know that we have that did not hear your testimony the first time through. Right. So I'm going to ask you to please uh, share your testimony with us again. Yes, sir, man. I, you know, I grew up in Pageland, South Carolina. Pageland is right on the state line, North Carolina, uh, near Charlotte, about 28 miles. But I grew up with a, a family of 11. You know, there was a... Eleven of us, my mom and dad, great uh, men and women of the Lord, and raised us in a household of faith. And uh, you know, small town, two thousand, twenty five hundred people. That's where I'm from. Um, you know, we talked about grandmothers, and and I'll try to abbreviate it to, for for the sake of time here. But my great grandmother, Lola Miller, uh, she was a little bit of Indian in her, and she would always rock in that rocking chair. And I'll never forget. Um, you know. She looked at, they really looked, but she stared and said, you know, told my mom, Ethel Miller, that God was going to use that little boy. Well, you know, I didn't know what that meant at the time. Years passed by. I mean, college football, high school football, all state, college football, all conference couple of years, getting drafted, becoming, a, you know, starring in, in the league in New York City, making money, millions of dollars, and going through the, the challenges of life, you know, because I believe the lie that, that said if you get successful, if you gain success, you make millions of dollars and drive nice cars and live in fancy homes and wear nice jewelry, you have arrived. You have found peace. You have conquered this world, so to speak. And I believe that lie of the enemy. Well, that led to uh, Losing a lot of money led to a divorce, led to adulterous lifestyle. It led to me going on the rock and roll tour with Hootie and the Blowfish, which eventually led me to loneliness and anxiety and depression. And it led me to a dark place, Mike, of listening to the devil, our adversary, that, that, that seeks to destroy us, telling me to take my life with a forty caliber gun I'm staring at. at listen to the devil saying, take your life, you lost your wife, you lost your family, you lost your money, you're worthless, you're hopeless. Why live? Why live? Yeah, that man. devil was speaking to me. But <sighs> you know what else spoke to me? Was that prophetic word that my grand, great-grandmother Lola Miller spoke that day while she rocked in that rocking chair and said, Ethel, God has a great plan. God is going to use that little boy. And I heard those words down in Charleston, South Carolina, by myself, one of the darkest places where I've had, that I've ever been. 
and, and, and I'm ready to take my life, and God saved my life through the words of the prophetic words of my grandmother that came back. And I moved back to Columbia, tried to save my marriage, and that didn't work out. And this is when God spoke to me. Spiritual training camp, you're going to teach people how to become a giant. People look at you, giant in statue, giant the New York football giant. But I want you to teach folk how to become a giant for Christ. Because life ain't about money. Life is not about degrees. Life is not about success. Life is not about women and men. Life is about living for Jesus the Christ. And, and God had to take me through that season of, of, of really going through tough and hard times so that I can put my faith, my trust, my hope in him and not in things. And from that day, God has changed and redeemed and resurrected my life. And that's why I'm passionate about young people who are student athletes. That's why I'm passionate about men's ministry, because these are the things that need to be taught. These are the things that need to be spoken into their lives. Because if you buy the lie, if you buy the lie, the Bible says that Satan is a liar and the father of lies. If you buy the lie that you're going to have peace and joy based on things, based on accomplishments, based on how many women you sleep with, based on how much money is in your bank account, you will fail miserably. But the good news is that Jesus Christ came that we may have life. Amen. And have it to the full. Amen. Okay, so now, now you know. You listeners, you know exactly what I was talking about. Goosebumps on your arms because this is a man that, look— you know, he, he has done some incredible things with his life. He has not once, in the segment and a half that we've done, talked about him as a football player. I, I did. I did. I talked about him as a football player in South Carolina with the Giants, and he didn't mind hitting people, and he was as tough as they come. He hasn't talked about that part. Now, most people want that. I would assume that that's the first thing they want to talk about with him. And if, and if his pride was maybe where it was at one day, that's what we were talking about. He hasn't even talked about putting a uniform on. The uniform he's putting on right now is for Giants for Christ. That's his uniform. And I, yeah. this is the reason that I got asked so many times the last seven to eight months about the pastor of pain. What's he doing? Where's he at? Are you going to have him back on again? Because he challenges us as human beings, as men, as adults, to make sure that we are focused right. I, I watched a video. In fact, I was late calling him today because I was on his Facebook page. And he was talking about, um, look, if you're not aligned right, if you're not, if you're not aligned correctly, you're like tires on a car, right? You're going all over the place. If you're aligned correctly with the Lord, he can use you how he wants to use you. But if you're not if you're not, if you're if you're just all over the road, he's probably not using you the way that he wants to use you, and not using you the way that you think and want him to use because you're not you're not aligned with him correctly. And I couldn't stop watching it, and I promised him I'd call him at a time, and that was like seven minutes late because I couldn't turn it off because it was so it was like speaking to me. I'd just be honest with you. Hey, Corey, have you always had this gift? Um, as 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 a public speaker, did you have that gift in in high school? And were you always a guy that were able to motivate people in the locker room outside the locker room? <laughs> I'm laughing because no, 
Listen, man, I was my I was so shy. I wouldn't talk in public. <laughs> I my, I came to South Carolina and I got my syllabus and in my freshman year, I'll never forget this. And, and Coach White, who was kind of our academics guy, and he said, "You got this theater and speech class." So I went the first day, and that that professor stood up and she goes, "You're gonna have to do four or five where you stand up in the class and give these speeches and or you know break down these things." And, I started sweating, I started panicking, and, and I did not go back to this class. I got an F. I said I, I was that scared. But God gave me, see, football was just a vehicle for me to gain success, for me to get notoriety, for me to learn how to speak, for me to talk to the media. So every all these things that I was scared of the most, God put me in. I go to the media capital of the world. That's where I get drafted, New York City. I mean, think about these things. And it wasn't about football. That was just a vehicle. And God knew, like my grandmother said, God had a purpose and a plan. Jeremiah 29, a plan for me, a plan for my life before I was in my mother's womb. That I had no idea. And now I, you can't get me to shut up. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> this is what God will do for you if we just trust him, if we stay in alignment with him. As you mentioned, you know, with your car down the line, it goes to the left or to the right, and it starts to wear on your tread, on your t- it'll wear out from the inside out. The same thing spiritually. We don't stay in alignment with God. We'll wear out. We'll wear out spiritually. But when we line up correctly, God will do the things that he's showing me today. God will take you from the from the outhouse to the penthouse in faith. God will give you a confidence and a boldness to speak. Think of Peter. The same one that denied the Christ three times was the same one when he got in alignment with the Spirit of God when it came to the upper room. That same Peter stood boldly and said, you who crucified the Christ, you, he preached the gospel with confidence. That's what happens when you get into alignment with the Christ, with Jesus. He'll turn your life upside down, brother. That's why I'm telling you, man, he's done these things. I did it not of my own. I wasn't the smartest gym. I wasn't the smartest student athlete. But God, with Christ, it's possible when we line up with him. Man, can you imagine that he was shy? Can you imagine this man was shy? <laughs> Corey, can you imagine if we uh, if we got a hold of a couple of the high school teachers back in the day and uh, said, "Hey, I want to I want to I want to play a video of a, of of a guy that uh, that was in your class." He probably never yeah. said a word in the class. Look at him now. I, I just think that some of those teachers would their jaw would hit the the table. <laughs> they would be like, "You wouldn't even talk." It was like, man, I hold my head down. I was. I was ashamed. I was shy. I was fearful. God, but God will give you the the confidence, man. The confidence, and 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 I give Him glory for everything that He's done and what He's doing in my life. Because I know it's not about me. It's not about me. It's hey, about Him. Hey, one thing we didn't talk about last time we had John. You became an ordained minister in two thousand and three. Can you talk a little bit with your memory of it? Look, that was twenty years ago, just about. But your memory of the decision process to become ordained as a minister and the end, you know, do you remember what it was like, you know, maybe that night when you got home after after you had become ordained? I couldn't believe it. It just like it was a dream, you know, and I still go back to my grandmother and my mother just, just remembering what she said. You know, 
the Bible says life and death in James is in the power of in our mouths, in our tongue. What we speak is so critical, what we speak. And I, I take that to then I tell parents and I tell people to speak life over your children. Speak life over your grandchildren. I don't care what they may be struggling with or going through. They may be struggling with drinking or partying or whatever it is. That's that's not godly to you right now. But keep speaking the things of God over them because that word will come to fruition. And that's what I thought about when I when I stood there and they they ordained me and I was coming a preacher. And like my grandmother said it when I was seven. My grandmother said it when I was seven, and 28 years later, unbelievable, it came I, to pass. <laughs> it saved my life. It brought me out of darkness and to be able to walk in the marvelous light. Think about this. Speak. I don't know who I'm talking to today. Take this. If you don't hear nothing else, don't speak death over your children. Don't speak death over your marriage. Don't speak death over your grandchildren. I don't care how they're living. Your husband may be wayward right now. Keep speaking life because when you speak the things of God, God will bring it to pass. God will do what he said. He's God and he cannot lie, nor the son of man that he needs to repent. When you speak the things of God and you operate in his will, which means alignment, God will bring it to pass. Don't give up on your kids. Don't give up on your marriage. Don't give up on your future because with God, I'm telling you, he can do it. He can do it. And and look, he Corey's been in the radio business before, and, and that's called a mic drop. I got nothing. We're going to a break. I got all kinds of questions, but we need to go to a break. And after what he just said, I'm just going to go to a break. He is Corey Miller, pastor of pain. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody, all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. Oh, welcome back I'm to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and... Look, during the break, I just got off my chair and just started clapping. Like a standing ovation in the studio here for our special guest, the pastor of pain. He is Corey Miller. And look, as we talked in that first segment and touched on it a little bit on the second segment, go to that web, go to his website. It's a good website. He's a lot of information. Giants for Christ. Website is G, the number 4C. So giantsforchristministry.com. Really easy. G4Cministry.com gives you a bunch of information how to, you know, follow him, how to get a hold of him, how to help him. And there is a space um, right in the middle of the website. Donate, contact, social media. Hit the donate page if you can. And I look, the, the first time I had Corey on, he said, look, I didn't ask you to do that. I go, I know you didn't. But I want my people that are listening to this show that if they're feeling led, that they can know that there's an easy way to, to, to go online and, and drop 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is, to help this ministry. And if you missed our first segment, if you missed what, what uh, Giants for Christ is, I'll just put it in my words. He is helping student-athletes 
become giants for Jesus Christ. He is he is mm-hmm. he is seeking out to mentor student athletes to become leaders in their community and for young people to become giants for the Lord. That's what this ministry does. Um Corey, how do you find how do you find young student athletes that that need to be mentored or are willing to be mentored? Do, do, do coaches call you? Do churches call you? How, how does that work? Yeah, just through you know the commitments of you know I, I, I gain through coaches calling me to speak to a team or or you know uh, even you know uh, college football here, University of South Carolina, Allen University, which I was there, uh, two years ago before COVID serving as a character coach or, or, you know, a parent finds me on social media and say, Hey, I got a son or daughter, you know, can you talk with them? Can you zoom with them? Can you, you know, just just numerous opportunities. I just kind of, you know, as God just opened doors and, you know, the contacts with people, you know, I just want to reach out. I I mean, I I just want to encourage them. Sometimes it's not a a real in-depth thing. Sometimes it's more just an encouraging word. To, to, to bring them out of their, their, their stuff, you know. Uh, and now I'm partnering with another mentoring group who's already kind of, you know, um, in Columbia. We, so I'm trying to join them, and we're going to try to, you know, teach and raise up more people that, that can mentor kids and have more of a direct impact on them. And I'm just kind of be the one that's the, kind of the, 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 the four C's and, and, and kind of be the group speaker. You know, I'm doing that on July 24th through a Zoom. I mean, so there's many, many ways that, we try to reach out and and uh, try to touch these kids because I'm telling you it's it's tough. I mean, you it's, know, I got two boys, 28 and 25, and and you know it's tough growing up in this day and age. I mean, and they need our help, they need our love, and they need our encouragement. And sometimes, you know, the parent, you know, it has to come through other folk. I know my son, even with football, who was playing for the Carolina Panthers in his third year. I mean. I remember sometimes I try to tell him certain things. I play the same position. He didn't want to listen sometimes, but he just needed me to be dad, you know, but he could receive it from somebody else. So I kind of look at it like that with kids. Sometimes they just need to hear a different voice, and we could be saying the exact same thing, but they receive it better from somebody else, and that's okay. As long as we encourage these kids and motivate them to become a real giant and not believe the lies of the enemy, Amen. not believe the lies that, that, that trapped me. It almost cost me my life, and that's the whole focus is to understand what your purpose is, that God has the perfect purpose and plan for your life, not this world. Hey, uh, CJ and, and Christian, they're, they're doing okay? They're hanging in there? Doing great. You know, Christian's getting ready to head back. He's in Tuscaloosa because he played for the University of Alabama and won a couple of national championships there and was a captain. And um, he headed back here to, to the Panthers and uh, for training camp, I believe on the 27th of July this month, and and he's ready to go. Is in great shape. I saw him just last week as we drove back from Gulf Shores, Alabama, and we stopped by and saw him. and And so I'm looking forward to him having a great season and and just love him. Such a great kid, man. I'm just I'm just so blessed, brother. That I got two great young boys that's 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 doing good in life. And and again, uh, I want them to be giants. I mean, I always tell them I want them to be giants for the king. And, um, you know, whether you play pro ball or don't play pro ball, it doesn't matter. I want them to be good, godly men, husbands and fathers and great men in this community, and they haven't disappointed. Hey, how did you like playing at, at Alabama? Obviously, you know, that is a whole different level than almost any other college football uh, program in the country. Uh, was that a good – did that end up to be a good place for him? Excellent, Mike. You know – 
I was sharing with one of the, the, the parents of a kid I mentor. You know, I told him, I said, when I left my son, who was 17 when he went to college, by the way, with Coach Saban, I sat in Coach Saban's office, and I said, hey, I'm entrusting you with my son. And and he he did a great job in raising him up into be a young man. And when you talk about my son, who was very gifted and talented, but needed the strength training, needed to mature, needed to go through the process, it was perfect for him. He, he didn't mind waiting a couple of years before he really played. Uh, you know, he ended up being a starter. He ended up being a defensive player of the year. He ended up being a captain and winning a couple of national championships, playing in four straight national championship games. I mean, I'm, and, and uh, you know, to become the young man that he has, our old coach Saban and the University of Alabama football, ton of credit. That's who they are. I mean, they challenge you in every phase. And then the academic part, Mike, Mike, and I'm bragging on him a little bit, Forgive me, but he got his uh, uh, his degree in three years, and he ended up getting his master's before he left in five years. Wow. I mean, so he that that I use him a lot to these student athletes because I said, look at my son, who I see as a complete student athlete. You know, he's a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, and he went to school. He was patient. He got his academics straight. He didn't get in no trouble. He was a captain. That means he's a leader. And they get, and he reached his goal, got drafted in the fourth round to the Panthers. He's playing pro ball now. So I use my son as a model to these young people to say, hey, forget what I did. This is what my son, who you can relate to more so than myself sure. now, this is what he did at the best football program in the country. Bar none. Why can't that be you? Amen. You can. You can. And so that, that's, that's what I, I, I teach and preach to these kids a lot and use my son Christian as, as kind of that model. And what, what a great model. It's interesting, Pastor, because my, my son was a Division three college basketball player at Maranatha Baptist Bible College. And mm-hmm. he went to a, a – I, I was coaching high school basketball at a pretty big powerhouse here in this area, and I left that school and went to go coach at the high school that he was at, and it was called Calvary Baptist. And there were 67 kids in the whole school. And we had seven boys on the basketball team. I call this the Caucasian invasion, right? We had seven little white boys, but they could play. But they, when before I got there, they just played in the Christian school league and they played in, in, a, in a conference that wasn't very good. But we weren't part of the WIA, so we could play as many games as we wanted. We, we, weren't, uh, we didn't have a 24, 26 game uh, limit. So I just started calling around and I took these boys into neighborhoods where I knew where the best basketball was being played. And I said, come on, let's go. And our kids, these little kids, they, they were on such a postage stamp of the life that they, they lived in, they didn't really know. They just said, well, Coach said he's taking us here and this is we're going to go play. And so we were beating some teams that people were like, you just beat them? And I go, yeah, how, how, we're good. We got seven boys, but all seven, you know, they're not bad. We had raggedy old uniforms and the, the word Eagles on, on the front. And so he goes in and he plays Division Three at, at a, you know, Maranatha Baptist Bible College, which is starting to get a little bit of notoriety. The head football coach at Indiana, who just signed a big contract, is from Maranatha. And the head basketball coach at Alabama, is he played college basketball at Maranatha Baptist Bible College in Watertown, Wisconsin. And so and my son, kind of like your son, he was a, he, he didn't get in any trouble, and he was a really good student athlete. And when I get a chance to tell people about him, I asked him one time, why were you such a good kid? 
And he said, my faith was really important to me. I never wanted to disappoint my mom. And you scared the living daylights out of me. I said, yeah. perfect. That's that's exactly what I was. Look at, I did something right. You know, so I, I love that. Man, good for good for your son. How well, uh, I, I would assume that uh, Carolina, this time of year, you know, everybody's thinking they got a chance to be pretty good. I, I'm hoping that uh, that he has a good year with the Panthers. Yeah, the, you know, it's, it's he uh, missed last year, Mike, just because of the COVID yep. situation. And and so now he's, you know, had a year to really heal up. This was a good past year for him to train and, you know, reconstruct his body, so to speak. And so he's excited. He's really, you know, he had a great mini camp and OTA working out. So he's ready to go. And, and uh, you know, we just believe in God that, you know, I'll just pray for him to have success, but I'll pray for him that it's about giving God glory, that God, you give him a platform that he'll give you the glory, hey, that somebody will be blessed by his success. Hey, Pastor, really quickly, because we have to get to a break. How are you um, in the stands at his games in high school or his games in college or if you were at home watching him on TV? Were you pacing a little bit or were you nice and relaxed <laughs> watching him play? Yeah, high school and college, I paced, and I didn't mind sitting in the stands. Or, but the, in the pros, I'm about being home. I mean, I, I was working on the Panthers pregame show a couple of years ago before COVID, so I would be at the home games. But, man, I just can't fight the, 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 the lines and sitting. I'd just rather watch him now that he's a pro. I'd rather be at home. And uh, we talk about the game afterwards. But high school and college, that's your boy. That's your little boy. You know, you got to yeah. be there. Yep. But now I told myself, you grown now, bro. I won't be at all the games like I used to. But yeah. but I'll be home watching, that's for sure. I tell you what, I coached my son in high school and then in college. I, I It was an hour from Milwaukee, so I'd go to all his games and I'd get about 40 minutes in, and I'd start feeling like I was going to throw up. And this was for four years. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, But I had no control anymore. Like, as his high school coach, he's not playing enough defense. I can pull him out and say, look, if you're not going to play defense, sit next to me. I'll tell you some funny stories or something. But you're not playing if you're not going to defend a little bit. Now I'm in, Now he's in college, and I can't do anything but, you know, in the stands go, look, are you going to play some defense? And he would look at me. And I go, you heard that? He goes, Dad, I'm so in tune to your voice. Packed house, I hear you talking. And I'm like, oh, boy, I need to be quiet. We're going to get to break. Other side of the break, I'm fairly certain I asked Corey this last time, but I don't remember his answer. Every team he's ever played on, from peewee football all the way through the Vikings and the Giants, if I put all those uniforms in the closet and said, you pick one uniform, you get one more game, and it could be a Friday night, it could be a Sunday, it could be a Saturday, doesn't matter. What uniform is he going to pull out of that closet, and what team is he going to play for just one more time? And we'll ask him who they're going to play against as well. He is Pastor Corey Miller. Again, you want to go to G4C, G4Cministry.com, a Giants4ChristMinistry.com, or just Google. This is the easiest way. Google Pastor Corey Miller and take a look at all the things he's trying to accomplish with this ministry. And if you are feeling led to help him continue in this ministry, you know what? Hit that hit that uh, that button that says donate and help him out. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Cause I'm just a nobody. 
Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, and look, I've told a number of people that that we were going to have Corey Miller back on. And for you guys that I said, you have to listen. I'm right now, aren't I? Yeah, I know yeah, I know. I'm, my phone is going to blow up going, okay, McGivern, you did not oversell this man. Go to his website, follow him on Twitter, go to his Facebook page, the website, g4cministry.com. Um, Corey, I'm pretty sure I asked you this question last time, but I really do enjoy asking it at the end of this show. All the uniforms you've ever put on, multiple sport, whatever sport it is, whatever team it was, I put all the uniforms in the closet. You get to pick one out and get one more game. One more time you get to put it on and play a game. What uniform do you put on? I will go back to my little watermelon capital of the world town. Page on South Carolina and put on that Eagle Page on Central Eagle uniform again, because out of all the great years I've had as an individual football player and all the awards that I won, I never won a state championship game. And my worst game ever, the year I know we went undefeated several years in regular season while I played, but the game that I had the worst, my worst game was against Mid Carolina High School. We lost seven to three. I fumbled inside the 10, I believe inside the 5. I threw an interception inside the 10, and and I felt like I, I let my teammates down. And if I could, I would go back and play that game over again and so we could host that, that state championship trophy. They went on to win it, uh, and and we were the best team in the state. No, it wasn't even close, but because of my mishaps, I would love to go back and play that, that game again and, and see my coach who just passed away last week Oh. Al Lusher, who played at the University of South Carolina as well, I would love to have won the state championship game with them. Man, you know what? I, I and you understand now when 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 we read the mission statement and we talk about student athletes. Look at what look at the answer to the question that I had. And if you listen to the show, they're all over the board. Man, I want to play. I want one more game with the Oakland A's. I want one more game. You know, I played with the 49ers. I want that game left. Where does Corey Miller go? Right back to high school, Pageland, South Carolina. And you wonder why his passion is about helping student-athletes become leaders and giants all phases of their life, which includes school, community, state, and country. And he's looking to help young people become giants for the Lord. Doesn't surprise me he went right back to putting that high school uniform on to win a state championship. You hear it in his voice, still feels guilty. Still thinks that he let his teammates down. But the fact that what he's doing with his life is trying to give back in the servant leadership heart that the Lord has given him. And now, you know, he's not shy anymore, boys. You, you hear that, girls. You hear in his voice his passion, and the Lord has blessed him in so many different ways. Pastor, thank yeah. you so much for your time, brother. I, I can't thank you enough. And the, the, the fact that you yeah. quickly said, yeah, of course, I'll come back on. Um, I have now told the truth. To all of these people that ask me about the pastor of pain, is he ever coming back on? Yes. And he reached out. I reached out to him, and within three hours, he sent me an email back and said, man, when do you want me? I am good to go. So I thank him 
for that. Again, Giants for Christ is where you're going to want to go. Um, check him out. Listen to some of the videos. Check him out on Facebook and Twitter. He's got great stuff. And you're going to get caught like yeah. me watching these videos. Corey, thanks a lot for a few minutes. Yeah, man. And check out the one I just released, Mike. And it's, it's, it's titled, Are You a Cruise Ship or Battleship? Are you a cruise ship Christian or are you a battleship Christian? The problem today, I believe, with, with the saints of God, we got too many people that's waving to the folks that they set sail and looking for the pool and relaxed, sunbathed type Christians. Well, I believe God is looking for some folks that say, I want to be a battleship. I, I want to armor up. I got the guns ready to lock and load it to go win souls for Jesus Christ, to teach and train people how to become a giant for the kingdom of heaven. So check out that. Are you a are you a cruise ship Christian? Are you happy to just be floating around in the middle of the water? Or are you prepared to be a battleship to fight the fight of faith and win souls for the kingdom of heaven? Amen. I'll tell you what, to my friends that are listening to this, don't call me for the next half hour because that's where I'm going. I'm going to go listen to that because I got caught listening to the, the one that I clicked on, which is all about are you in alignment? Are you in a correct alignment with this? And now I'm going to go listen to the ships. He is Corey Miller. G4Cministry.com. Corey, thanks a lot for your time. I look forward to meeting you in person one day, sir. Mike, thank you so much. God bless you. Love you, brother. Thank Love you. you so much. Love you, too. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 AM and 8 PM. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see. Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus When Moses had stage fright And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders Nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.